Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. Dave. Any money. Gentlemen, gentlemen, Philly sweep. The, the I, get, I won't say putrid, but um, below par, below average Chicago White Sox, but still they're a Major League Baseball team. Hey, that they are. And they can't sweep the very below average Kansas City Royals. So Royals. we'll take any win we can get. And you know what also it's very important to note? That a sweep makes a big difference because you don't really pick up a lot of ground when you go even when if you win two or three. But if you sweep, you got to make everybody else keep up with you in the standings. Word. So that's the way to play. And <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> congratulations to Aaron Rowan. Way to <laughs> stick the stake right in the heart of your old squad. That's how we do it, Philly style. Came in what? Hell the, yeah! The sixth inning got an RBI. Yeah, a little uh, coming the off game the uh, bench. It's because he was getting plunked the other day. He got plunked twice. Yeah. But, well, you think he was just getting a little rest because they're off tomorrow and they're waiting for Friday? That's I mean, he was saying he was uh, getting a little beat up. Yeah. Just so happened to be at the game today, boys. Oh, talk to us. Talk to us. What a great game. What a great game. The rain held out. It was a lot of fun. Business person special. And who'd you a lot of with? people there. 43,000 people. Ooh. No joke. Um, did I you went... stand up for J- Jim Tomei? I did indeed. Oh, you should. He never indeed. did nothing to me. But I booed him every time after that. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's very true. I did give him all he needed. I wanted to give him a shout-out, dude. It was nice to see him back. Uh, he acknowledged the crowd. It was really nice. And uh, we had fun, man. You didn't bring any D batteries for him? Didn't bring any D batteries. I don't think he's that kind of player that okay. I would throw D batteries at. I went with my Aunt Sandy, who's gracious enough to give tickets out or give me a spot. It was funny when they you know, did the standing O for him and everything, and that was real nice, real real touching. Um, you, sound, you sound real moved. <laughs> yeah, like a little tear. Yeah. Yeah. A little touchy. He really knocked the crap out of that ball. Did anybody yeah, see that? He he did. It was a dribbler for sure. <laughs> it was a dribbler for it sure. It was great. I mean, it was like... But he had a couple nice slices. No doubt. He uh, he hit the ball hard today. I think he went two for three or, or two for four. I think two for three. He scored a run for sure. Um, a lot of, lot of uh, offense on both teams. Just a lot of offense. Great. It was a fun very good, game good, good to fun. watch. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't like how the White Sox were scoring every inning. It, it's, the Phillies had to keep up with them. But eventually, the White Sox broke down, and that was the way to play. That's what did you think want. of the? Would you guys think of the crazy K? Not to cut you off, Dan. I'm sorry about that. The crazy K. What's that? The uh, the new pitcher, the new guy. Is that what they call him, Crazy K? <laughs> did yeah. you just come up with that? Um, I thought we were going with Special K. He's the Crazy K. <laughs> Well, the crazy K pitched well. I thought, you know what? It's it's funny. You bring somebody up from Double A, and you just want them to keep you in the game, and he definitely did that. that he exactly. Did. So it was you, nice. You can give up three runs or four runs when you have this kind of offense behind you. So I can't deny the fact that these, I was scared a little bit, but the Phillies definitely came through. And Aaron Rowan coming off the bench definitely came through. He got his first RBI in the sixth, I believe, and then he hit the ding dong in the seventh. Right. And that Five was RBIs. Wow. It was amazing. I it was a shot, but it was I don't know how many other ballparks that ball goes out of, you know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's only in one ballpark today. That's what I I'm waiting for um Ozzygian to say something about the park, but yeah, I haven't heard anything yet, so maybe we'll hear something in the papers tomorrow. But hey, his team played in the same park. That's exactly. what I'm saying. I mean, that, it, that it, is, it that doesn't is, matter. Right. That's the argument you give. Your team is in the same park. You still have Jermaine Dye and Jim Tomey, man. Yeah. And uh, Canarco. Canarco can hit. They can all hit bombs. Yeah. I tell you what, Jermaine Dye, they threw this number up. I think when the second inning, uh, um, there was runners in scoring position. He was like, he's like 143 with runners in scoring position. Wow. Really? Season, horrible. Horrible. That's why they want to get rid of him for Bobby Abreu, who's playing just as bad. <laughs> Although Abreu did go four for four the other day. 
Well, just after that stat, he he, he hit a uh, double and the run scored. <laughs> scored a run. <laughs> but uh, that's okay. But I was thinking about that pitcher, the crazy K, and uh, I was like, this guy's pitching against Jermaine Dye. He's got to be going, oh, my God. Like, at some point, you have to, like, reflect on that mound going, it's got to hit you. Go, oh, my God, it's Jermaine Dye, uh, A.J. Brzezinski, the whole nine here. Well, that's uh, – I didn't realize from what they were sounding like they were talking about on TV was uh, he came up and pitched against Boston. Oh, he did? That's because they said, you know, your time up in Boston. I don't know if you pitched for Boston or against Boston. I have no idea, man. I I don't know about that, yeah. Because, like, they had a little headphone on him after he was taken out. And they were also saying, I know you probably didn't see D, but uh, there was a foul ball and went, like, right to his pop. Oh, what did it really? Yeah. Because he was really excited. His pop went over, boop, missed it. Oh, did he really? And and as everyone would say, Crazy K's like, oh, I can't wait to talk to him. I got to bust him. He was a shortstop in high school. (laughs) No way. Um, it was a good crowd, though. There's no doubt about it. Oh, a lot of, lot of five We were right on the third baseline, section 133. Third base is my favorite side. It was a great time. Um, hey, hold on. Talk about third base. Wes Helms. Wes yeah, Helms. Very hit nice. That, his first that ding dong. Oh, very nice. Yeah. You know, he, he played with some confidence today, but he did make a crucial error in the um, later innings. Before he, uh, Rowan hit that home run, the grand slam, Phillies were trying to keep the White Sox from scoring, they had somebody on second, I believe it was. No, it was the um, the first batter of the inning. Guy get a decent shot to helm, something, a routine grounder, actually, and went right through his legs. He didn't go to get it. I mean, I was sitting there watching play. You don't, he didn't go to get it. He waited for it to come to him, and then he took a step, and then he just flubbed it. Who started the game at center? I know that was another crazy thing. Victorino, it was Victorino right? played center. Okay. Worth played right, and um, Burrow played left. But I'm telling you, man, there were plays in the – that happened in center that Aaron Rowan would have would have made if Victorino wasn't there, and there were definitely plays in right field that Victorino would have played if um, Worth wasn't in there. However, I don't know if you guys watched the game. I didn't get home until I watched uh, a couple innings. Did you watch the first innings? No. Yeah, when Victorino, everything was going over his did head. You, no, yeah, but did you see Worth make that catch? Uh, something like over the fence dropped, or something like that? Or no, no, no. no. Um, it was a dive for it. He was okay. going to his la- to his right, going to center field, and he made just the bomb catch. And he saved a couple runs, too. Awesome. It was great. Two outs. Um, the game was great. The crowd was great. I really don't have any complaints about the game except the fact that up in my in my section, and I wouldn't say up in my section because we were right on one thirty one thirty three. The Coors Light dude and the Miller Light dude just can't, they were doing their doing a terrific job. I did not get one Bud dude to oh, come really? up and down that aisle, and I was fuming because I didn't see any dudes with Bud in their hand. Nobody was selling Bud. I said the Bud Light, so the Bud Light guy comes up. I go, there's got to be Bud in the Bud Light container. You're he goes, real I, man go, I go, dude. Genius. <laughs> Any Bud's in there? No, man, you got to get the Bud guy. I said, well, send his ass down here. All right, I'll tell him to come down. Still never came down. I had to go for my own cool ones. You're, yeah, I was just going to say, D, there is a whole concession area where you can go get your own things and peanuts I, and beer. All you have to do is just walk a little What's bit. the point of having those people if you have to get out of your seat? Don't or, explain that to me. Well, you're, well, there's all kinds of, well, how many beers do you want? How many, how many guys, how many beers do you, guy, beer guys do you want to be walking well, I, need, I need a new beer every inning and a half. Well, he had three guys walking around with light beer. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I don't drink light beer. Ev. You know how it is. You know the basement goes with tasty Budweiser's. Oh, God, and it's good tonight. Thanks, dude. Appreciate that. Turn the, vo- turn the, uh, turn the volume up Turn on the that emissions up a little bit on that baby. Oh, yeah. So man. I'm watching the game, having fun. Nobody's sitting to my right. I got two seats empty to my right and like four seats empty in front of me. So I got, I've got my pa- newspaper, relaxing. Newspaper? Yeah. In between <laughs> like, innings. Get the hell out of here. I, I Maybe was, the program. No, I can understand no, that. No, I always like to read the sports section when I'm at the game. 
team. No, you I don't. don't. Know what you don't is. keep score through the whole. No, I don't. I used to try to do that, but then my whole thing's. You should see my scorecard. <laughs> Once by I start, yeah, it's spilling beer oh, on. Yeah, it. all of a sudden the White Sox won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's the Red That's Sox. Right. We'll play it. <laughs> the hell right. happened? Well, we started the game in uh, McFadden's. That was a lot of fun. Big crowd in there today. Huge oh. crowd. Um, no rain, so I had nobody in front of me, nobody to the right of me. Well, like, as everybody's listening, McFadden's is where we plan on being out in front of on yes. June thirtieth. But go ahead on with that. You mean on the on the Eagle side? Yeah, right on the yeah, Eagle side. On the Eagle side. On the Eagle side. Okay, so McFadden's that would be good. is going to be right behind, behind us. us. It would be behind us. It'll be the big Philly sign across the street. Yeah, across the street. Okay, right. Not on the Philly side. Not in no, the, no, okay, no. Right on. That's what I was talking about. Okay. So, um, about the bottom of this fifth inning, two guys come down with. They're ladies, right? Yes. Ladies were nice. not too bad. A little eye candy. Terrific, terrific lower thirds. You know, not too much face value, if you know what I'm saying. But I wasn't looking at their faces. I hope you weren't. So they sat in front of us, so I really wasn't looking at their faces. So fifth inning comes and goes, and God damn, I'm telling you, man, they didn't... I don't even know if they watched one pitch that game. The what? guys are blabbering with the girls about... <laughs> This or vacations and things like that. Now, granted, I don't know what their situation is. And I don't really care. I just want them to watch the game because they're getting on my nerves. And my aunt was there too, and she wants to watch the game. So we're chilling, chilling. I grab my, I get a bud, and I walk down. This is like you know, bottom of the seventh inning. Do my stretch, relax. Don't say anything to him yet. Finish the sports page. <laughs> Come down. So all of a sudden, bases are loaded. And I'll tell you what, there ain't nobody more relieved in the world than Rob Barajas, who didn't get the golden sombrero today <laughs> with the bases loaded. He literally, he's so lucky he walked. Because if he didn't, if he would have struck out there before Rowan hit that home run, yeah. that place would have lynched him. I'm not even they kidding around. They him all day long, Man, I'll he tell just you. gets crucified. And he, justifiably so, he didn't make contact with the ball yet one time today. That's when I was looking at him. Like, why is he playing, by the way? They have a young pitcher. Why not have a young catcher? Maybe that might play for a while. Yeah, and then they were, they were stealing on him, too. I mean, they were stealing on the pitcher, of course, but he right. wasn't throwing anybody out. That's I thought Carlos Ruiz should be playing, and I watched him. That's right when I got home was when Brajas got that called third strike right before Rowan tied it up. I don't know why Rowan was playing. It's, it's, I'm sorry. Or Brajas. Brajas was playing. I, it puzzled me, but Played last night. he struck out. He struck out in the first, you know, his first at bat. Struck out looking in his second. Struck out in his third, swinging. And then his fourth at bat, he is lucky, beyond lucky that he walked, and then Aaron Rowan comes up, he's got two quick strikes on him, and then the dude just grooves a pitch to him and he tattoos it. So as this ball's going out, I'm watching it, right? And I'm just like, holy smokes, it's a grandmother effing slam. And I jump up, and my top beer, I'm telling you, man, it was top to the top. Because oh, no, I brought bottles down no, and filled a glass no, up. No. I spilled it all over the hoochie mamas in front of me. <laughs> just soaked her back. They're front of their shirts? No, they're back. Oh. They were in front of me. So it was, the one on the left wasn't that bad, but the one in front of me in like this blue tank top was just like her whole back and her seat was just drenched. But I'm Did you blame busy. it on Sandy? Didn't say a word. I just put my beer like down, my cup. I dropped my cup like like Michael Corleone in the, <laughs> after he shot the gangster. He's like, just drop it on the ground. So I just dropped my empty cup on a thing. Yeah, they don't know who it was. So I'm like, yeah, this is amazing, Grand Slam. You know, the whole place is going crazy. And she's like, oh, my back is all wet. <laughs> and she turns to her boys. And her boys turn to me. And I go, what's up, guys? They go, well, you, you spilled your beer. I go, oh, man, I know. It was crazy. Wasn't that crazy? They're like, yeah, high five, you know, Grand Slam. So now I'm high fiving her boys. And she goes to, I guess, I don't know which one of her was her boyfriend or husband or whatever. And goes, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And the other girl, who definitely was more smoking than the one I spilled beer on, um, says, I'll go with you, right? 
So they start walking up, you know, and I feel bad. But I got no beer. I lost my whole cool one. Yeah, I got no Bud Man. But I don't care. Coors Light, man, whatever you are, come over here. So I go to the, I said to the gentleman in front of him, I said, guys, I'm so sorry. I just, you know, it was a grand Jesus slam, first Christ, grand slam ever sold. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to spill all that beer on her. And he goes to me, it doesn't matter to us, dude. We picked those whores up in a park a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, man, I don't give a shit. Do it again. You want us to buy you one? I go, no, dude, that's fine. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Made me so laugh so hard. That's awesome. Yeah, he's like, I don't, we don't even know their names. That's a great story. <laughs> Oh, man, but it was a great, 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 great game sweep. Phillies are two games behind the Mets now. They were wow. two and a half when they woke up today. Guys, I I'm certainly don't think it's going to keep going because the Phillies are on a streak and the Mets are off, you know, are playing very poorly. That's but baseball. That's baseball, yes, but there's still a very long season to go. That's, right. that's say, what I'm saying. It's That's baseball. It's all going to change. You know, it'll change. But let's ride this wave. No doubt. There's nothing but a 500 team, right, E-Money? Oh, I believe it. I still believe it. Okay. I still believe the playoffs, my friend. Well, I like I like I I like what uh what I hear over there, Bob. Hey, what do you, you guys keep smoking that shit? <laughs> as long as you keep giving it to me. <laughs> so I went today, but E Money, you went to the game last night. I did, and it was true another great game to watch. Where did you Very sit? Very exciting. Uh, the uh, there's those. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say that the Pooch Man was invited to this uh, this game. And the Pooch he, Man did not go. But the Pooch Man did not make it. And Why got, didn't he make it up? I got a text message around 3 o'clock on Tuesday afternoon. Yo, my allergies are bothering me. <laughs> oh, my God. you got to be kidding me. I, was, I started laughing. His I thought he was joking. His noshies? His noshies. His noshies are all backed up. So, wait, so he didn't go to a Phillies game at the premier box that you were in? What was it called? The hero level? It's the, yeah, the home run um, club boxes. And he, know, and he and he knows what goes on afterwards after you oh. guys go to a Phillies game. Oh, Does he know it's not real grass? Yeah. Wait, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> So, so he really, really said I can't go because my... So, oh. so uh, I need to get this on wax because it's it's, it's oh. absolutely hilarious. Go ahead. He goes, my allergies are bothering me. I text him back. I go, he goes, can you get rid of my ticket for me? I go, they're not my tickets, dude. You call the person who has the tickets and that's that's their problem. All right. <laughs> that was your story? No, no, so... <laughs> Is that what you want to get on wax? So, Bull, you know, right? Jeff Jeff calls me back. He calls me now because he just got a text from, from Pooch saying that, you know, he's, his Benadryl doesn't work. Whatever. I don't know, whatever, you know, he, he's, he's, he's... I think you can literally say, without a doubt, that Pooch's pussy hurts. Oh, his pussy was, was, was red. Beat red. So, so Jeff's like, yo, do you know anybody, you know anybody that can go to this game? Now, you know, he's backing out. It's, it's pouring hail balls everywhere. I don't even know if this is going to happen. I'm like, dude, calm down. I'll call the Aris Mendy. <laughs> <laughs> he only works 26 weeks a year. <laughs> Well, did you get him on an off week? I got him on an off week. I called him awesome. up. I go, yo, what's up, buddy? He goes, yo, what's up? I go, you want to go to the field game? Yep. Awesome. So awesome. that was a quick one, two, yep, one, two. A quick one, two. That's cool. Okay, go ahead. So we went to the game and we had great seats. Right? Um, they're a little, of course, since they're the club boxes, they're a little upper. I would say like, you know, third level, second level, but it's perfect. You're underneath, so the rain wasn't bothering us because we were sheltered outside. And, um, the, uh, <laughs> you're sheltered outside. outside. Oh, How yeah. else would you be sheltered inside? <laughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> the inside shelter. When you put a tent inside a tent, and the uh, the booze was flowing. Um, you could get there are all kinds of booze was flowing. So explain this box to us. It's, it's it a box or is it a? It's a section. It is a section. So but there's a there's a there's your own little concession area where like you when you give them your ticket, you have to have like a this area to get to this area. You need like to have this ticket with it. 
So it was great. Um, thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Gar, for uh, inviting us and um, good times. And the game was great. Cole Hamels is unbelievable to watch in person. I've never done it. He's absolutely a gem. So we had a good time, and then there was the after after, which I don't even think I want to put on the air, but it was crazy. Well, well you, you just meet M Night Shyamalan. I did meet M Night. Um, nice. I bought him a drink. <laughs> uh, we went to this um, this uh, gentleman's club called uh, the Crazy Horse. Underneath the bridge. Yeah. It, Walt Whitman. It, right underneath the bridge on Front Street on Walt Whitman. Never been there before. An amazing joint. Huge. Really? Huge. Has three like tables, poles, all kinds of things are happening. It's crazy down there. And uh, it looks like, the outside looks like a plantation. It looks like the White House. It's huge. It's crazy looking. And it's Crazy Horse. It's the Crazy Horse. Ooh, nice work, Dave. No wonder why they were calling it that. <laughs> I thought maybe it was because of the poles. <laughs> All right, go ahead, anyway. Uh, so we went in there, had a good time. So and that's uh, when you met M. Knight. So, right, yeah, I saw M. Knight across the bar, and I couldn't believe it because I love his films. I adore them. They're great. Uh, of course it wasn't M. Knight, um, but it was someone that looked like M. Knight, totally looked like he could pass for him. So I go to the waitress, and I said, I said, look, could you go get that guy a Yingling Lager? Because tell him, again, tell him that I love his films. So she's like, well, what is he, like a director or producer? I go, oh, yeah, he's he's... He's all that and then some. Yeah, he's huge. He does he does all his films in Philadelphia. You know, it's so. Long story short, the waitress goes over. <laughs> you already passed that point about ten minutes ago. The waitress goes yeah. over and gives him the beer and tells him the whole thing. And his friends start cracking up, falling down, laughing because that we just broke his balls and we're total strangers across the bar. And they've probably been breaking his balls for the last five years. Ever right since on. his movies came out. Right on. And uh, after that, I don't remember what happened. <laughs> Beautiful. How were the ladies, though? Oh, the ladies were spectacular. Hey, ladies. Get funky. All yeah. right. But, Dave, you know how it is. We This is about sports. And it's not just about Philly sports. It's about all sports. All sports. So, Evan oh. went uh, to. We talked about it for the past three weeks that we were, you were going to NASCAR. You're going to the Pocono race. Yes. I heard it was a dis- disappointing race, not just because Jeff Gordon won it, but because. It was 120 laps or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and it was. But you were in the infield at what time? Well, uh, Saturday night. Well, that's. Uh, I, I don't uh, wanna, uh, you guys are totally jumping ahead. I don't want to jump ahead. I, I, wanna, I want you to start your story. Your many stories that we're going to get from when you called me and said, "My, this is your last chance to jump in a truck," <laughs> and I almost did. Hold on, is this before or after you hung up on him? Not on him, but on. Can I borrow your truck? Got to ask the wife. Oh yeah, no, I'm not even. I can't even. That, right. that, that's all. That was that disgusted me. That's that, I didn't that actually it. put like I thought I was going to throw up. We can cut all that out. Right on. So go ahead, Emily. So uh, yeah, I, I called you up. I said, "This is your last chance for getting this, getting the bomber." And I knew, I knew he was thinking about it. I was like, you know, I can't. Well, you do have it. to understand what I did on Friday night. I came home from on Friday night after coming, hanging out with Dan, helping him put his stuff together, and having some beers at Dan's house. I drove home, and I, Patty was just going right and ready for bed. And I said, I talked to you, and that I'm going to go with you to Pocono. She said, feel her out, you know. What I mean, she goes, <laughs> she goes, that's cool. Yeah, you should go. Then the deal is done. I'm in there. I, I call you next. She said, oh, why? Then I know it was you no know, big deal. No way. It wasn't happening. Did, did she say, oh, why? Don't you have to edit the show first? Oh, oh why? Don't we? Don't you have a birthday party that you're going to tomorrow night? Don't you have things that you want to do around the house on Saturday? No, don't there's you, nothing I want to do around the house. Don't you want to not take off work on Monday? Don't you want to not have come home like a zombie on Monday night? I didn't really think about all that stuff. You know what's amazing? You've got to squash that good <laughs> angel. Go with the devil every once I in a know. while. You know what's amazing about... 
drinking beers with your buddies on that kind of extravaganza. Oh. You don't know how what it's going to be like. I mean, you've done it before. I've done it before with you, and I right. will do it many times again. The reason why you do many times again is because you forget what it was like and how bad you felt on that fourth day. Okay, yeah, so go ahead. It's not good. So you're but, going. So you're driving up. Now, now you're taking your blue bomber. Now, the blue bomber is an 88 Chevy that is just got some problems. But it's, it's the blue bomber for a reason. And you know what? I'm going to uh, the, the NASCAR race. I think it'll fit right in. But you guys have a house up there. Yeah, we got it. We rented a house. You know, we do it up. You know, we're not, we're not, uh, you know, rednecks. <laughs> Are we? You're in something called the blue bomber. <laughs> yeah. On the, on the turnpike. Big bottle of Jack and three cases of bud. <laughs> you have six people in one automobile. You yeah. might be a redneck. Dude, that was awesome. So you're driving up. Yeah, drive up, pick up a couple of my boys, driving up, cracking some cold ones. All we're doing is cracking the cold ones. So you told me it took you six hours to get up there? No, it didn't take me six hours to get up there. It took me oh. an hour and a half. Okay. But there were other people that went with us that uh, wanted to take their 1955 chopper, whatever <laughs> bullshit that they they drive. Both Eric and Tove. Yeah, and then, like, you know, when things just start happening to these So from what I understand, it, Eric's motorcycle was just getting out of the shop anyway. It's been in the shop, uh, in and out of the shop ever since he's owned it. Okay, so... so let's take it to a long trip, shall we? Okay, what, do you know, do you have the details on what kind of motorcycle this is? This is a, yeah, he ha, he he rides a, um, I don't know what year it is, but it was a, sh- it's a shovel panhead, so it's kind of like the mix, a mix between, like the panhead, panhead motor was leaving and then the shovel head came in, so it's like a mix of two of the motors. And Tofman drives a 77 shovel head. It's a 60 shovel, I think. I shouldn't say drives, because the Harley dudes will be emailing us like yeah. crazy. It rides, I'm sorry, rides. Yeah, live the ride, dude, ride the ride. Right. <laughs> That's anyone who listens to the show. You drive a car, you ride a Harley. Right. Knows that the last time Tofu went to a race, driving his bike, he didn't make it home. No. That's exactly. Still had to pull him up. So you're doing the same, you money? Yeah. So they, they, well, they leave the day before because they, you know, they're, they're just ready to go. Wait, they're mapping sec. out places to Is go. Is this Eric's bike or Eric's bike that he just built? Is Eric's bike that he just bought off a guy? Um, it's a, it's a, such an awesome, so awesome it's, bike. It's awesome looking, but it doesn't ride for shit. It's a bar hopper. Okay, okay it it's a bar hopper. It's not the red bike he laid down. No, it's not that. That's still just chilling. And okay. then, didn't he buy that bike? I mean, this doesn't stay on there. Didn't he buy the bike that was uh, like two-thirds scale that he was yeah, building? Yeah, it's him? a little mini chopper. Yeah. That thing's bad to the bone. Is that the one he... No, that thing, you you can't even put like a license plate on okay, that. Okay, so this is even a different bike. Yeah, this yeah, is okay. another bike. Okay. It's, while it's gorgeous, it just goes from mile to mile. Like right. literally one mile to one mile. And, and you, you know, gotta he, change, you got to empty the oil pan. In Eric's defense, he just bought the thing and it had a lot of problems, so that's why it's been in the shop. And, right. um, you know, the shit breaks. We want me to tell you. I don't even understand how it can break. It's just two <laughs> pistons going up and down. Okay. But it's like a, it's like a lawnmower. Whoa. But they're taking it. 150 miles. Exactly. They're taking it very far, and they're, they're, the bikes are very old, and I think they've learned their lesson for the last time. Okay, so what happens? They they call you and say, we're broke down on the I said, I said, call me. Well, wait. You know what's crazy? Speaking of the uh, speaking of the, the shop, I was at the Pines Tavern in Bristol Borough, which is the bar. That bar is awesome, by the way. I should give a little shout-out. Big shout-out. I love that joint. Love that joint. And I thought, you know, I'm doing a little happy hour Friday. I got my race, race weekend. I'm off on Monday. It's going to be a great time for me. I see Eric come in the bar at like 4 o'clock. I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? You guys are supposed to leave at 1130. Oh, dude. My bike just got out of the shop. Oh. I go, and you're taking it? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. I saw them guys at 430 pulling into the Colonial. Are you <laughs> shitting me? I swear to God. I was heading over to Dave. They only went from Bristol Borough to the mm-hmm. Colonial in Pendale, and they had to go 150 miles? I think they might have had to stop at Bobby's because things oh, were already happening. Okay, they okay, could have okay. been stopping down there. Yeah. I was going to Dave. Can I get a uh, Johnson ride? <laughs> 
What's your Caruder scale say? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, um, so I said to Chris, because that really man. is bar hopping. Yeah. If they're going to do that trick. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it is going to take eight That's hours. That's why it to took me six hours. <laughs> I said, call me when you get there. Make sure you, you get in the house. You know, everything's all right because no one's like behind you. And, and I ain't driving to get you. So you better get a Best Western or something. Right. Like, all right, no problem. And I shut my phone off <laughs> at like 10 o'clock. I'm like, I'm going to bed. I wake up the next morning. I turn it on real quick to see if he called me. He called me. Yo, uh, it's like quarter to 12. We just got here. I'm like, just got there. Took me six and a half hours. The bike's broken. <laughs> I need you to call me. You got to go down Bobby's and get, you know. This is midnight or 12 p.m. on Saturday morning? This is 11 o'clock at night, 1130 on Friday night. He's at the house, but he, I, cause I wanted him to call me when he gets to the house. But he need, you needed a Johnson rod from Bobby Miller? But I, yeah, I went down to Bobby's, I had to get all kinds of gear. In the morning though. Oil was leaking, spewing everywhere, I had to buy coins of oil. Yeah, in the morning. So that's alright anyway, cause I, I wanted uh, Bobby to do a little visual inspection on the blue bar. <laughs> <laughs> you needed a visual on the blue bar. What did he say when he I asked love him, a visual inspection. What did you say when he, when he asked him to do that? He, he Holy shit. Oh, my God. He goes, a good so run, truck, F. Good run, truck. Bobby sold him the blue bomber, by the way. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he was the catalyst. He was the catalyst. To or get the him. middleman. Right. Yeah. He never wanted his fingerprints on that bad boy. Did he just hey, go that right baby's on never over? giving me any problems. F, that baby broke down on Route 1, and you had to push it in the rain to, a, to the freaking island by yourself. Four lanes. Is that right or wrong? That is correct. No one stopped to help me. Those cocksuckers. They're beeping at me. Fuck you! Know what I'm you. About? You, know what you know what I'm talking about? Where the Wawa is on Roosevelt Boulevard? Just yeah. like you're going. He had to pull that from Byberry all the way over to the side. I pushed it three lanes the, you know, by myself. Meeting. I'm like, you know. And I got the first half of the tires up. I'm just surprised that this, that the driver's side door, as he was, the pressure he was putting on it, still <laughs> stayed intact. Well, that's a whole other story. All right, go ahead. So Always have, always have a roll of duct tape in your truck. <laughs> Especially if it's called a bomber. That's okay, right. so now you're Saturday morning. You're just getting ready to take off. So who you bring picking up? I'm picking up Jared, the Luke. Pick him up in Marsville. He's living in some turd apartment. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> nah, he's the man. Never been to a race before, so I always like to get the newbies. I always like to bring up the people because Understood. they will never not come back. Understood. So I pick him up. I'm like, yo, what's up? Yeah, ready to go. Race day. He brings yeah, the acoustic day? guitar. He's ready to go. Throws, oh, wow. Throws all the stuff in the back. You guys are having a campfire that night? Oh, yeah. Kumbaya. There ain't no campfire that night. All right, go ahead. So, you know, I start cracking buzz. We're having a good time. Then I got to go to um, Conchahawken. Pick up the big man. <laughs> the man. Beardo. The beard. The beard. The Michael Robert Beard. Pick him up. He's all dressed. Oh, actually, I... did he have his cooler full of Gatorade? This is hilarious because this is so beard too. I called him at one o'clock. I said I'll be there in an hour. All right, dude, no problem. He's still sleeping. Now he is a bartender, so he we, he has different hours than normal people. Yeah, but people still have to wake up regardless of what time until you work until four o'clock in the morning. You still wake up before one p.m. the next day. Yeah, and I told him I'd be there between two and three. So I called him at one to make sure he was up because that's what you got to do. He goes, Yeah, no problem. Man. I go, You got to get up. You get up. He goes, All right. So it took me 45 minutes to get there instead of an hour. I was a little early. I knock on his door. Kanchi can be tricky that way. I knock on his door. Nice work, dude. <laughs> he comes down. Yo! He's still like in his underwear. He goes, what? I go, would you fall back asleep? He's got you know ketchup stains all over his Please shirt. Please tell me that's the picture you're talking about. <laughs> no, I wish I had a picture of that. I go, what are you doing? It's 2 o'clock. He goes, oh, man, it's like 
It's like one fifty-five. It's like two. Don't rush me. He goes, all right, I got to take a shower. Take a shower? All right, no problem. He goes, sit in the back, have a beer. That man, I don't even know if he used soap. He was in and out of that shower quick as lightning. Because let me tell you why. The train was coming, and it, we're going to Pocono, and he, the excitement's there. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He don't care what he's doing. So we get in the bomber. So wait, it's only three years? Yeah, just in the bombers, just three of us up. Okay. They're in their bikes. They're already broken down. That's a whole other... So it's the three of you, Jared, Beardo, E-Money, Eric, and Tove. That's and, the crew, five. And uh, Chris Rinkus as well. Chris Rinkus, who has a motorcycle, was it operational? He, he just bought it, and it, it's, it's a, you know, instead of like... Those old bikes where you have to like, you know, kickstart your heart. Started, you got to yeah. press a button. He just pushes a button. Okay, he's got so he's got a pin on his shoulder. His bike you can take across country. It's okay. tip top. Awesome. Tip top. Okay, so he's up there. So he's dealing with. He's got to be dealing with this shit. Pinkus. Rinkus. Rinkus. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. So you're up there. So you drive up. You got your bottle of Jack, three cases of Bud, three huge drinkers in a car, and a and a truck that will barely make it. No way. One. No way. It's it, it's got good solid engine, bub. So I said, yo, yo. Uh, After the visual inspection. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, yo, Jared. He was sitting in the back. I go, put the air on. He goes, what? Put the air on. The air <laughs> is that back window. <laughs> oh, man. So, Who had to sit in the back? Jared sat in the back because, you know, Beard's a beard's, beard's big guy. So he puts the air on for us. Well, soon and, sooner or later, the headliner starts going. The headliner's flying all over. And this the isn't, plate. you're not talking about the CD or the tape deck. The, the, oh, that's a whole other story. Oh, okay. Geez. I don't even know if we have enough tape. Like, what is, is the there headliner? enough tape on this? Yeah, there's plenty of tape. Right this up. is something that we need to capture. What's <laughs> the headliner? Above your oh, head. Oh, above your head. Yeah, the headliner. Okay. I'm it's, assuming. It's not. It's not like, cloth. It's not exactly. like Journey opening up for the Black Crow right. or something like that. Okay. Well, is the cloth already ripped off and now you just have the foam up yeah, there? Yeah, I knew there was... Well, no, no the, was cloth, ta- the cloth was intact. And no, it has tacks, though. That's what you meant. No. Intacks. Yeah, intact. No, it, it is uh, straight stock factory ready to go. Nice, <laughs> nice stuff. <laughs> not what, anymore. What, what's the year of the bomber again? Let's get a repeat. It's an 88 Silverado extended cab bay footbed. What kind of engine? <laughs> Got a 350 in there, four-wheel drive. 351, whatever. Yeah, you ain't out of redneck. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And Jared's like trying to fucking put pens up there to stuff the stuff back in. Was it really like flapping like a tent in a breeze? I did. It was like coming up in front of my face. So I'm oh. like, yo, whoa. Bad enough I'm drinking. I can't yeah. see it all now. So you what's get your the dumb co- tape. What's your co-pilot doing, though? Beardo. Oh, got a cigarette in his hand? <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. He's taking a nap. He, he was don't loving care. it. He don't care. He don't care about nothing, man. He's got his beers, 7-Eleven coffee, his carton of smokes. He's going to smoke in a day. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. I love it. He's awesome. So, you know, we have a little problem with that. Because the air went on. The air, that was a problem. The, okay, so you had to shut the window. Yeah, so the air wasn't on anymore. But you don't have air conditioning in this. Well, I do have air. But the, the, put the compressor's down right now. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an air button, but it doesn't work. The compressor's down. Well, you think it works, but then nothing cold do comes Do you press out. a button when they open up the back window? Just yeah. so you feel like... <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> like, you press the button and like cattle prods Jared in the back. <laughs> window, window. Hurry up. Okay, so you're driving up. Anything well, else we're on the We're laughing our balls off. We're having a great time, great stories. So you got no music now. I'm 55, stay alive. I'm really cool on my stool. I don't care. I'm drinking my beer. Really cool. This <laughs> sounds like Smokey and the Bandit on the yeah. CD. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm 55, stay alive, really cool in the stool. I'm cool in my stool, there, boy. And then you come back. All right, so you drive. We're just driving. I, I don't even think that can go past 55, that thing. You just got to. I don't Especially even think. with the air on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So shit's flying in everybody's eyes like that foam. It was probably asbestos foam in the top of the of the cab. 
That man in Beardo's like, oh, this stuff's killing me. Yeah, about that carnage smoke <laughs> yeah. she got. The foam rubber. Probably in the cigarettes. That's probably what they put in there. <laughs> Better get that 88 Silverado. We need to get some more of that stuff. All right, so I'm trying to keep this thing on track. Where are you at now? Uh, you, Northeast Extension? Northeast Extension, heading towards the lake, uh, the tunnel, Lehigh Tunnel, the whole thing. So deal. is anybody passing you with, like, Earnhardt stickers and Oh, yeah, there's people, all, you know, you beeping. You you know, they see my bristle sticker on the back. Nice, nice. Oh, the whole nut. Everybody's having fun because that's what it's all about. You know, 270,000 people there this year. This, cool. That's insane. So we get up to the spot. You know, we, we pull in, and ev- these guys have nothing. They don't have a bike that works. They don't have any food, no beer, no water. You know, they they got because they don't have like anything. They can't carry anything if they go. If what time did you get up there on Saturday? I got up there probably around. Um, I would say four or something, four thirty. So they got up there at twelve o'clock the night before. Yeah, they haven't eaten breakfast. I I don't I don't no, they haven't done anything. I don't, I don't even think I don't unless know unless Rinkus Rinkus, Rinkus might have went and got oh. a couple hoes, stuffed them in a pack. I don't I don't even know idea what he did. Yeah, gotcha. Th- three journeys. Hurry up, go get three different yeah. sandwiches. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. And no beers? I, I think I did see a 10-ounce beer. For some reason, I think Toph would probably make some kind of distillery outside with yeah. the vegetation. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's There's no one of them have their shirts on. potatoes right there. They don't have their shirts on? Oh, they're no. definitely at the NASCAR. They're race. like Huck Finn. They got no shirt on. They're rolled up pants. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? They got their 9 rents going, oh, where's my stuff? Rink, rink, rink. Their saddlebags are wide. I got to put the rocker box on and the Johnson rod with the piston. Oh, I'm like, what the? Here's your shit. I need I didn't a know beer. Man was with you, too. Oh. <laughs> So you get up there. So what's up? Now where you go? So Tove called me. I get up there, but Tove called me earlier, and Thalman's parents are the one that own this house. Joe Thalman, you guys see on the site all the time. And uh, they go, they the, her his mom pulls in there, and not I'm not there. They oh. don't know anybody. You see these Snap. knuckleheads, no shirt, tattoos everywhere, bikes everywhere, all over his driveway. Oh, snap. She's like, uh, is Evan here? And they're like, no, you know, Evan's late. I'm Chris. You know, I'm his brother. Oh, okay. Does he at least put his shirt on for this interview? I don't know. Does he roll down his pants at least? (laughs) I don't know what happened. I'm sure she left going, oh, my God, what have I done? Uh, Did we pay our insurance this month? (laughs) Exactly. But, um. So I get up there and they, you know, I give them beers. I, I bought steaks and potatoes and I, I made like everybody dinner, a couple bottles of wine, a whole nut. I have, I have, I swear to God, the one thing that Bobby gave me that Toph needed was like a, was like a screw and a nut. That's, that's what, that's what's holding the whole world together. Mama, he lost a screw. Mama E money. <laughs> Screws fall all the, fall out all the time. It's an imperfect world. <laughs> so I hand him this bag of like washers and shit. I'm like, Whatever, dude. Wait, wait, Go to he town. needed a screw and a, and a nut, and you handed him a bag of washers? Yeah, well, and washers and shit. Oh, okay. It's just like stupid stuff. So he fixed his entire motorcycle with a screw and a washer. Yeah, exactly. Great. And a 916th wrench. That he always keeps in his saddlebag. He yeah, calls he got- it Sally. <laughs> Billy Baru. <laughs> Billy, 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 Billy. <laughs> okay, where you at, son? Now what's up? So we have dinner, we clean ourselves up, everybody's happy now because their bikes work and they're going up and down the street. I'm like, yo, you gotta go like 200 miles. Up and down the street, they go not gonna give it justice. Oh my god, what do they run? Schwins? Oh god, so I'm like, whatever, that's fresh <laughs> pegs on the back. It's, this is Saturday. I can that's see Monday. with the little tassels hanging out the handlebars, <laughs> blowing in the wind. Look at me! I have no training wheels, mommy! Sounds, mommy Collins! Sounds good, sounds good, don't it? Sounds good. Mushroom grips? <laughs> Mushroom grips. <laughs> 
That's great. Okay, go ahead. So we decide that we're going to have to go to Murphy's Law for a couple. Murphy's Law is a Murphy's Loft is a Loft is a bar and mm-hmm. also has um, places to sleep. So I guess you know, like it's not a hotel, but it just has rooms. I've but stayed it, there a couple times actually. But they serve beer there. They serve beer, good food, the whole nine. That's where we started our drinking pleasure. So you all went in the bomber? Um, no, they rode their bikes. They rode their bikes everywhere. Okay. So they rode their bikes. We go to Murphy's Loft, having fun, and our next destination is the Pleasure Dome. Was it really a dome? Like, was it like the Astrodome? By that time, Derek, I don't even think I could no, see. No, but it was, was pleasure. Going. Okay, so you're at the Pleasure Dome. Pleasure Dome's great. You know, they bring all these ladies in because it's such a big weekend. They're all coming from New York, all over the place. Great time. Close that bar. Wait, wait, wait. There's no Pleasure Dome stories. Nothing. Oh, there's a lot of stories, but I think what happened in the Pleasure Dome is going to stay in the Pleasure Dome. Okay, that's, that's understandable. Um, but. Close the Pleasure Dome, it rode back, and now the bomber's following these bikes because they could break down at any time. They can indeed. So you got to And the bomber's so reliable. And the bomber's not only reliable, those bikes have broken down already yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, but they're riding it again. So um, we get home, we got to shut it down because we got to get up in a couple hours. So, so it's 2.30, you're going to the race at 5.30 a.m. Right. Sunday morning. The, the um, infield opens at 5. So we shut it down for a couple hours. I set the alarm for 4.30. Wake up, get a little couple hours in, wake up at 4.30, bombed out of my mind still, of course. Start waking everybody up, screaming at them. Anybody can drink till 2 o'clock in the morning, but it takes a real man to get up at 4.30. Come on, boys, it's race day. Green, green, green. Wow. So I got beard, man. I think he, like, coughed up a lung because he's, he's so... He's, he's he, not, he not only coughed up a lung, he coughed up... An some, eardrum. An eardrum, yeah. Well, because he pissed off at you for yelling at him. And, oh, yeah, they're all pissed off. Well, I woke up at 4.30. Eric is sitting there like, yo, what's up, dude? Like, this is ready to go. <laughs> he didn't sleep, dude. Of course not. He hybrid. Like, he does, like, those owl, like, I'm just going to, like, cat, I'll, I'll sit here and not move for 15 minutes and get, like, that kind of sleep. My eyes are closed. I'm 20 sleeping. minutes for every three hours, like yeah. Kramer. It's all about levels. <laughs> go ahead. Levels. <laughs> So uh, we get our stuff together. Get some. I got some eggs, some bacon, paper plates. We grab the grill from the from the yard, threw it up there on the bomber. We all pack in. Now this place is like our house is literally five minutes from the track, so it was great. We walked. That's awesome. We just drove right in, no traffic, paid our money. We set up shop five thirty in the morning, watching the sunrise. Bottle of Jack, like eight cases of beer, and we're ready to go. Ice, plenty of ice. A lot of ice. We went and bought more because the ice trucks come. They do come. They just oh, drive yeah. around. Yep. And Good they call. For like a buck. And that's the one thing with the, with the races. They don't screw you. No, they don't. They don't They're try great. to screw you They're with money. It's not like you're going to the Phillies game for a $6 right. beer. So you can true. bring your own beer. Right. Yeah. So what turn are you at? We're at turn two. Turn two, like last time I was there. I everybody goes to turn two just because it's not everybody goes to turn two, but we do. It's a good, it's a good turn. It it's is. A, it's a good place to be. So where we, we set up shop and oh my God. This bottle of Jack, I opened this 1.75 bottle of Jack, the big guy. I just kept, we just kept going around, going around all day long. At the end of the day, that Jack was gone, plus all our beer. Eight cases? Eight cases, gone. Six dudes. Well, you had two rain delays, right? Yeah, we had nothing to do. So, wait, wait no, don't say that. You have nothing to do. Oh, yeah, I mean, because went to the trailer. I mean, even, even though the guys are still, even though the race is still going on, you really, at turn two, in Pocono in the infield, you can't see shit anyway. So, 
even though the cars aren't running, you're still going to do the same thing. So don't say you didn't have anything to do. I was watching the race, and like uh, Laird comes up with these Winnebago's. Everybody's on top of those. Not Winnebago's. I'm talking like these are like three hundred thousand dollar machines. So, but um, you had a good time at the race. Oh, I had an amazing time at the race. The one thing that happened is now that they're starting these races at like two thirty, two o'clock. I don't because of because of TV West Coast this whole thing. It's killing us. It's killing everybody. Right. People are not happy about it. So, um, but this race didn't even start until 4.30. So this race started at 4.30, had two rain delays. Now, we're usually getting out of there at 4.30, so we can keep our wits a little bit. It starts at 4.30. Finally, right. green flag drops. 12 hours after you uh, got up, now it's finally starting. Finally starting. But what's crazy about that, too, E-Money, is that you're right. It can't start at 4.30 because you need it to start at 1.30 or 2.00. Even though even earlier than that, I agree. But yeah, you need to start at one thirty because you need to get out of there so you can have your wits, go home, take a shower, clean up because you have an entire night of drinking ahead of you. Exactly. Or you can shut it down. One or the or other. You can shut it down, which is not really an option. With sounds like the crew that you right. got with you. No, there's no shutting down. So well, we were there till it goes off at four thirty. There's another delay, and then they 124 laps in, they just cancel the race. So, so, so how were you told that it was canceled? Did you hear word of mouth or did you hear Well, it? I had my Sirius satellite boombox. Oh, nice. And um, NPO, MPN is on that. They they ha- Sirius has NASCAR now. Right. So I, I, we were up to date. We had the whole thing going. You know, line change. It was awesome having that little thing that we had. Um, and, yeah, they, they, they let you know. They shut it down. They, they tell you on the pole, the whole flag, the black flag, whatever it is. I don't even know. Um, Jeff Gordon won. That's, that's horrible because he just snuck up there because he didn't pit when everybody else pitted. It's just it's just it's not like, horrible. He snuck up. He, dude, he calculated risk and he made it happen. There's a lot of brain on that dude, dude. on that NASCAR legend's shoulders. Oh, look, I'm not dissing Jeff Gordon. He's he's the, one of the best drivers I've ever seen. He didn't in my life. sneak. He didn't do anything. Don't, don't use that no, word. Trust me, if that one full he time. He didn't bump you. He didn't he hit you. He rubbed you. He would have been all the way in the back. Dude is awesome. His crew is awesome. He deserves everything that he's got. Now, is he going to have a new partner now? Is he part of Hendricks? Isn't that? Yeah, that um, Dale Junior. Big Junior boys going. So there. what? Like corner in the market. So Hendricks is good. So is Hendricks own the uh, Goodridge car? No, no that's, that's Childress. Childress. So Hendricks is so what Jimmy you, Johnson, Jeff Gordon, Kyle Busch. Holy Hendrick shit. Motorsports has won like eleven of the last fourteen. So races. Hendrick Motorsports is going to give Junior. You think he'll run number eight, Budweiser? No, they say he's going to run number, number five. five. Bush is leaving. Kyle Busch is gone, and Casey Mears is still on the team. And Kyle Busch might go to DEI. Wow! But Bud will be a sponsor. That's Budweiser wants to stay with Dale right. Junior. Number five. That's good enough number for me. The dude doesn't win races anyway. Fuck him. Who no, cares? Exactly. Well, that's oh. the thing. Now, next next year, like um, teams can only have four drivers. Right. So I was very surprised to see that 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 they went that way because they're going to have to drop two drivers, and they have five now. Who else do they have? They have mirrors. I mean. Well, yeah, well, they had, then they have four. They would have been five. Uh, right. They're going to drop Bush. So they have to drop somebody. That's why I really thought he was going to go to um, Joe Gibbs. They that, had that an extra cool. spot there, and it was been with Tony Stewart and with uh, – I think it was uh, Denny Hamlin. A.J. Yealy. Or J.J. Yealy, yeah. Yeah. And that would have been great. But then Bud wouldn't have been able to go with him because Joe Gibbs is no booze. No Bud, whatever. Oh, really? He's against that stuff? Yeah. He has so many morals. Put a right, but they run the Bush series. Exactly. I don't even. Doesn't even make any sense to me. Go figure. That is the most supercritical thing I've ever seen. Go ahead. So now where you at? So now I'm in line to get out. Oh, jeez, Louise. There's six of us. Six of us in there, bombed out of our mind. We've been rained on... It's it's been it's been a sick day, sick day. So now someone puts a tape in my tape deck, and my tape deck does not work. Okay, 
So it's, what did somebody like conjure a tape? Where Why? They, I don't even, I, they brought it. They wanted to surprise no. me with like Black Sabbath tape no, or no, some no. shit. It had to be in the truck. No, it wasn't in the truck. Jared brought it with him in a bag. What, he smuggled it in his ass? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't put it up. He saved it. He didn't go say, put this in on this while the, uh, the headliners were on, yeah. on my face. Yeah, listen, I'm going to turn the arrow so you can play a little CD or... Tape real quick here. Well, I, we got the tape out with a plastic knife. No, no radio. Now we got no tunes, and we're in line, and we're drunk, and it's crazy. Oh, where's the boombox at? The boombox batteries died. <laughs> oh my gosh! Batteries in my Nomad box are dead. We've been there forever. It's over, man. So we're trying to get out. So we get out. Finally, we, you got these state troopers looking at you. Come on, come on out, come on out. We don't know where we're going, and they force you out right. So. I don't even know where I am. I shouldn't even be driving a truck. I shouldn't even. Well, let's, let's say something that you weren't driving this truck, were you? No, of course not. Okay. So <laughs> uh, you got it on automatic pilot drive. I didn't yeah. realize the eighty-eight well, Silverado. Pocono Raceway has really cool that they have these little midgets that drive your truck home for you. <laughs> <laughs> they stand on the side of the road like garden gnomes, and then just grab one. Yeah, I think that's what happened, actually. <laughs> yeah, anything could have got you. I hallucinated something Anything like could have got you home. Well, that was a whole situation. It took us an hour and a half to get home. It took us five minutes to get to the track. Oh, okay, because you couldn't get out of there. Couldn't make a left. They wouldn't let me make a left. So but I, don't I thought NASCAR hey, was kids, all about... Hey, kids, look at Big Ben Parliament. Yeah, Big Ben Parliament. <laughs> I look, thought NASCAR was all about making lefts. That's all they do. That's what they're freaking leave. me they out. Got, Not they got to make out, make all the rights then. You got to make out, him and Jared. <laughs> So we get down. So you got no. Let me get this straight. This is the worst uh, part of the whole weekend. Okay, let me get this straight. The real worst quick. part. This you have a- in the truck. Who's in the? Who's driving you? Right. Evan Collins. Who's in the passenger seat? Beard, because he's large and in charge. And right? he smokes like a seal. He's, yeah. Well, you got Toothman. Toast in the middle, right next to me. Who smokes more than Beardo? They could go head to head. They that uh, that is that would be a that would be a very good. Um, you don't smoke at all now. No. Okay. In the back. Back on. No, I haven't. I'd like to. In the back. Can you hear me in the back? You got Eric Muth. Yes. Jared. Who's running air conditioner back there? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you got Jared from Croydon. Jared's not from Croydon. He's from, from He stayed in Marshall, but he's stayed in Marshall. Okay, Jared. Jared, who we know. Eric and, and Rick. And Chris Rinkus. And, and Rinkus. And Rinkus. So there's three in the front, three in the back. Three in the front, three in the back. We're sitting comfortably. Okay. So we just keep driving. Is anybody really drunk or really pissed or like, get me out of here? Yeah, well, it's coming. That's all coming. Because I know E-Money would be Vesuvius. Well, I'm driving, so I gotta, I gotta be cool on my stool. So I make, I finally, and now it's really raining. So I'm trying, and it's a lot of winding roads down there, up there, wherever. But you're only five minutes away, right? Only five minutes away. So now they're an hour and twenty minutes. Twenty, twenty miles down the road, I was finally able to make a left, and we're like, should we make a left? You know, where are we? We're like, well, I'm like, we gotta make a left because it's gotta take us back to these roads. So we stop at a, you know, like a quickie mart or whatever. Try to try to collect ourselves a little bit. Toph's like wearing like no shirt. It's, it's just a mess. What's up with Toph and no shirt? I don't know. It's not. That's not a good look. So I go and I go. I'm looking to get the 115. <laughs> yeah, and and you know when you're drunk, you always think you're doing everything so right, but you're just so not doing it right. So I said, I'm looking to get to 115. They're like, yeah, just go up here, just make a right. You're you're good to go. Well, t- go up here and make a right to them must be like, well, you go 10 miles and you make a right and go another 10 miles. Here you go. So I finally get to where I need to be. I'm on this road and I'm going to cross over Route 80. And then I'm, the uh, development's right on my left where the house is. I mean, right there. And now I know where I'm at. Got my wits the whole nine. 
Well, the state troopers have shut that whole road down. Right on Route 80. Like, I just need to be a quarter of a mile past where they shut it down. So now I'm like, now everybody's paranoid because we got, I'm still drinking. <laughs> right. I mean, I got, I got, there's pe- no doubt. I got beers You're in my, from a NASCAR race. You should expect nothing different. So everybody's like, oh my God, it's a checkpoint. I'm like, get out of here. There's no checkpoints. You know, you didn't think one, one second it was a checkpoint? No, I didn't. So I pull up to the cop. That's pretty cruel if they would have checkpointed after yeah, a NASCAR oh. race that got rained uh, out. They'd be too busy. No yeah. one would even yeah. even go back. So I go up to the cop. I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying to get over there. They're like, sorry, son. We we shut this all down. You, what you have to do is you have to go back around 20 miles, make a left. Oh, wait a minute. Stop at the Quickie Mart. Yeah, I was just there. Again. You got to go through Big Boulder. Let's well, nope. see. Now, that's when they're giving these directions. The cop goes, where are you going? He goes, I'm from Pendell. Now, you have to understand. I didn't even know what he was saying to the guy. He's talking to a cop with <laughs> Toph to his right, Beardo on the that's window. The best bit. Eric, you, I hope that's the picture you took. Oh, yeah. Eric in cop, the back. Can you get in? Get in the picture with yeah. me? Toph without his shirt on in the center. <laughs> I got this old brickety old. So grill. you're talking to the cop. Do cans they, and cans of beers in the back even, of my truck. Do they even hide their open cans on their? No, lunch? we're just. I'm just like. I'm. I should just go like this. I should just put my hands out from the cuff. Dude, they right. pull up. He goes, "Hold on one second, officer." Hey, uh, Jared, can you turn the air conditioner off? <laughs> What's that, pal? <laughs> can I help you? So I said, "Well, can I turn around here?" So I had to like. There's like a uh, a median strip, and I need to turn around like right where the cop is. He goes, yeah, son, turn right around. I don't care. And I, I would, if I was sober, I wouldn't be able to make the turn. But I'm, I'm like backing up, almost hitting cars, trying to turn around. The, the grill's like trying, it's almost coming off the truck. Seven minutes. The and headliner's still blowing out the back window. Not, the taste going. <laughs> not to mention the bomber's tranny, man. You can't do that many starts and stops and turns. No and way, man. And like the forward the, and reverses. You can't see if it's in park or reverse or drive because oh, that's broken as well. Oh. So you just gotta feel it. Why should you and tell that was, at the beginning? No, no, but the officer, just let me back up here. <laughs> Why am I still going forward, officer? Sorry, hold on a second. I can't figure out which way. Son, are you been drinking? No, no, no. This is just broken, officer. It's fine. No, there's just four packs of Marlboro Lights on my uh, console here. I can't see where I'm going. Beardo. Oh shit. Okay. So I finally make that left, and we go down, and I have to make another. Is anybody left. laughing or jolly? Is it jolly oh, atmosphere? Or no, it... now we're not happy. Okay, no, we're not very happy. See, that's because... the worst because number one, they're angry because their weekend is almost done, and then they got to face reality the next day. They've been in the number car. Number two, they've been in the car for two hours, jammed three, in, like jammed. The in. race got rained out, right? Number four, Gordon won. <laughs> if they're in the car for another two more hours, they're going to run out of cool ones. Yeah, that was coming pretty soon, and that's when all hell was going to break loose. So yeah, people are not happy, and that's not good for the driver either because I need like somebody to talk to oh, me. Yeah, you need I need a fun, little. Dude. I need a little. Plus, you got enjoyment. no fucking radio. no tunes. Yeah. I'm out of tunes. At least I could listen to, like oldies '98 or something, whatever I could get myself onto. So I finally get to go where I got to go, and then there's a toll. There's like a toll booth with this old man in it. I pull up. I'm like. Were you I, here before? <laughs> I said, "Is this is this the place that I go to get to where I need to be?" <laughs> like this guy knows where he needs to be. He goes, "What?" Son? I go, "All right." The man, the, the the state trooper man told me to come here. Is this? Can I go through here? Is and this that's like a private? Bait him what he said too. The state trooper man told me to come. <laughs> and then the guy he goes, "Well, first of all, you got to give me a quarter." I said, "A quarter for what?" He goes. Because that's the total quarter. All I got, son, is a beer. 
That's all I can give you. And that was a whole other. I was talking about that. I go, a quarter for this. What's going on? He goes, all right, here, this is what you do. Just drive up. Yeah, just go, make another right. Get the freaking toll and get out. Make another right. And But these roads, I'm telling you. Hold on. You, you left the toll booth to take a, a long cut instead of paying a quarter? No, I paid the quarter, and, okay. and he was telling me how to go. I, go, I thought he was telling you a way to get around the toll booth. No, no, no. I'm like, here's your quarter. Here's, here's $100. Get me home. I don't care. He goes, what you want to do is do this, this, and this. I go, okay, well, by that time, I'm like, it's like, I'm on a mountain. I'm in a mountain, and I'm driving up and down, and Chris is like, yo, dude, you're going to hit the cars. It was bad. But that, that, what happened with the midget who was driving? He he quit because it was too much. <laughs> After an hour, he said, yeah. fuck this. Guard gnome, yeah. <laughs> so we finally get home. We get out, and everybody goes, oh, fucking thank God I'm out of this truck. I've been here all day. You See know? you later. we got to go home. So we all, no, we cook a little sausage, peppers, and onions, you know, get a little food in us. We, need, we were all very hungry, too, and that right. never makes and anybody dirty happy. Dirty and cold. Yeah, and we all took showers, cleaned ourselves up, ate, ate some uh, ate some food, and then we went to bed. Oh, really? You didn't go out? Well, it was this time, it was like 10 o'clock at night. Gotcha. So that was it. That that's was my it? way. Woke and up you... Monday. Oh, no, that's not it. I'm sorry, guys. If I mean, you're doing it, you're going to do it. Right. Don't apologize to us, Pop. Apologize to people listening to this. We just want to tell everyone yeah, who's listening, we're making up for last week's show. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a sip of my beer for this. Now, these bikes had a lot of problems, so now i got to drive now, behind are them Are these all. guys fully confident that their bikes are going to get them home? Oh, yeah, like 100%. Yeah, I love that. I love that they, oh, we fixed it. It's fine. Dude, that screw and that nut, yeah. trust me. I, it's yeah. just this mentality. That washer that, like, is really going to hold it all You might together. as well put the thing in the back of the bomber now. Exactly. Now, Eric's bike didn't have any problems. Rinkus' bike was fine. It was all about Toast Bike. Now, this is Toast Bike who broke down on the way home from Dover. Right. Right. And that, that it's not fun when you got to go 50 miles an hour behind these guys on the turnpike. You just want to head home. You want to you wanna go. It's time yeah. to put the pedal. To, the bomber it. can move if it wants to. I'm sure yeah, Rink- it could go 54 miles Rink- per hour. Yeah, Rinkus right. wants See to get home. Rinkus wants to get home. I'm sure Beard, you got a Conchi run to go to. Conchi run. And I was like, I better get a beer for this. <laughs> I think um, I need a coldie for this, just to, just to set me straight. You now. gotta get right. So, needless to say, I got that cold one. But whatever. So now I'm be, I'm on the turnpike and got I'm- Got that garden gnome driving again, too. Oh yeah. And I'm behind three bikes, ten miles down the road, they pull over. Ten miles? Really off, ten, are you or, serious? Or twenty, say fifteen to twenty miles, everybody pulls over. I'm You're like- You're not even at the tunnel yet. A half- no, no, right before the tunnel. Half hour into the trip. Yes. Pull over. I'm like, what is it? I get out. I go, what is this? You guys having a break? Having a smoke break? <laughs> Your ass hurting already? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we got to go. I need, I need to go. I want to go home. Who got a bug in the mouth? We got to leave. Yeah. The tunnel's coming up. Don't be scared of the tunnel. <laughs> it's all right. So then all I see is Toph like messing around with this push rod. I'm like, all right. Um, what are you doing? Can we put this thing in the truck and let's go already? Oh, I think I can fix it. So then they try to fix it again. Do you have tie downs for the car? For yeah, I, I brought. Oh, okay, I'm very prepared for these bikes right, because okay. I got I, I got like six of them. Oh, that's you should have said. You know what? We ain't fixing it. Throw yeah, it in. Get we're it in done. There. Yeah, because you just you're. Next thing you know, it's going to break ten more miles. Yeah, on next a thing you know, you're at Allentown. Well, that's exactly what happened. So then the second oh, so time, so he we, fixed it. He went through the tunnel and broke down again. Yeah, broke down again, and then we threw the thing up. But I still got to follow the next two back 455 miles an hour. So now we got the Toth man in the truck. His bike's on my on my top top on the bed. I do, and I tell you right now, I had this tow. I had this ride with Tove last year. It's no fun. <laughs> his motorcycle's in the dumper, but it's in the back of the truck. It's his last day. He's just he's no fun to be around when he's pissed, like that kind of pissed. Oh yeah. 
he wasn't too bad about it, but no. I, know, I know what you're talking about because, because it brings, could, it was, brings the truck party down. It could, yeah, because we were having fun in there. I bet you got no radio. <laughs> oh, I fixed it. I fixed oh, that in the morning. Oh, I, I, I was going to pull that whole thing off. <laughs> Tell you when you need a Johnson rod, that's what you need it for. <laughs> yeah, just a banging over the head, just a little, you know, a little Fonzie, right? You know. I said, yo, Tofi, you got that 916, so I got to get my hair. <laughs> so now, now, Beard and me and Jared are just fucking with these guys so much with these, with fixing this shit. So I'm like, yo, I got some duct tape. We're going to duct tape this right here. We're, we're just, I'm, I, we pulled over the second time. I popped the hood. I'm looking at the hood like, yeah. Looks but pretty good. When you put the bike in, you should have started duct taping it we, all the way around. Yeah, well, Jared goes on top. He goes, we need, we need, we need to. And then I, I start wonder- checking my tire pressure. I'm like, I'm, they're like, what are you doing? I go, I'm just making sure my shit's all right. You do, know? You, do you think Tope and Eric got a visual inspection before they went on? <laughs> yes, they should have done that. Visual inspection. Unless he walked over to the club and he to check it out. Yeah, no. no doubt. So we drop off Beard, and then we have to drop off Tope's bike at Bobby's. Of course. The ceremonial last, like, just like last year. Exactly. And then Bobby's uh, got to love when races come around. Yeah, he's, He don't make no money off this crew. Oh, that's a shame then. <laughs> no, he makes money off me all day long. <laughs> so I, I have to pick. I have to now. I have to drive Chris to his truck, which is in Bristol Borough by Eric's house, and I got to drive Jared home. I said, guys, we're going to the Pines. First of all, <laughs> I need a drink after this whole fiasco. No doubt. I don't care how much drinking I did this weekend. I need to go to the Pines and just be. So I got a little gin and tonic, a couple of those, a little, little Tutsarutsky. This is on Sunday. Monday. 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 That's and, why it's uh, a long weekend. I told yeah. Dan, it's hard living that weekend. And, uh, you know, I drove everybody home, and I went home myself, and the bomber has been put, stayed put ever since. I was just so spent, and here I am now drinking beer and talking to everyone out there what time about is my it? wild weekend. It's like right quarter now, after 11. It's not. It's 11 o'clock. Uh, 11 o'clock. Oh, I got to go. Right. <laughs> yeah, party's over. Party's no, over. Not. Good night, everybody. See you. <laughs>